welcome to the Unlocking Her podcast. I'm your host, Jess, your no bullshit best friend, talking all things health, mindset, business, and everything else in between, and helping you on your journey to becoming your next level self. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the potty. Firstly, I just want to say a massive thank you to all of you who tune in and listen to every episode religiously that I upload. I got back my Spotify wrapped and I'm sure you all know what Spotify wrapped is, but basically I got back my like podcaster version and I was absolutely blown away and I just actually think it's so cool because I'm going to be able to compare these in one year, two year, three years time when my podcast is bigger. And this is literally like the first six months of running this podcast. So I'm absolutely blown away by this, but we were streamed in 40 fucking countries. Like what do you actually mean? And I was the top 10 for 391 people and top five for 246. So yeah, to say I'm proud of myself is an absolute understatement. And especially because this is literally just a fun way for me to bring content into my business. And I literally just do this from overflow. I don't have a plan. I don't do a weekly episode. It's literally just when I feel like I need to riff and want to connect with you guys. So once again, thank you so much. I really appreciate every single one of you. And also I love getting all of your feedback. It just warms my heart knowing how much the podcast helps you. So thank you. Alrighty, let's get into it. So today's episode, we are essentially talking all things navigating the silly season while you're on your fitness journey. And this is something I really want to speak about because I know that The Christmas and New Year's period is a time of anxiety for a lot of you. And I'm basically going to show you why it doesn't have to be like that. Trust me, I get it. I used to always think, oh, fuck, I need to scramble to get all of these results in time for Christmas and I need to be looking my best in a bikini. So I put all this pressure on myself and then I wouldn't actually be where I wanted to at Christmas time. So I'd be fucking self-loathing. Then I'd get to Christmas completely blow out and then hate myself again because I couldn't stay on track. And then because I overindulged like you should at Christmas, I would be punishing myself for everything that I ate and all of the exercises that I didn't do over that time. And I'd be trying to make up for it. I'd do double sessions. I would cut down my calories to absolute povo calories and essentially punish myself. So if anyone gets it, it's me. And Like I said, I'm going to show you why it doesn't have to be like this. And it's not a time that you have to fear. So first and foremost, the number one thing you need to remember is that it's only one week. Literally one fucking week between Christmas and New Year's. And when I put it like that, a lot of you are probably already thinking, fuck, that's so obvious. Like it's one week in the grand scheme of things. It's literally nothing. And we are all scared shitless of one week. If you fall off track for one week, any other time in the year, it's no big deal. But because it's Christmas and there's all this pressure around it. Yeah, we fucking spiral. 
The most common thing that I hear around Christmas time is that everyone is scared of undoing all of the progress that they made for the year. But I just want you guys to know that it is physically impossible for that to happen over one week. Stop putting pressure on yourself. And as long as you get back on track straight after Christmas, straight after New Year's, you will honestly be fine. And why I wanted to touch on this first is because I feel like a lot of people use December as a reason to lean completely out of their fitness journey. And okay, yes, I totally get Christmas and the silly season is hectic, but we talk about it as if no other time of the year is this busy. Like there will always be events. There will always be times where your fitness journey you can't be 110% compliant to. But because it's Christmas, we just have this like mindset around it. And this is a super common thing. People think because they've got Christmas parties, all of the things, it's like, we can't give December a red hot crack. So we're just not gonna try. And if this is something that you're resonating with, think of your higher self. Would she have the mindset of like, fuck it, I've got all these things on and I'm just not going to try. Absolutely fucking not. She would still show up in the best way she knows how. She'd focus on what she can control and just do what she can, right? She probably knows that something is better than nothing. So why are we showing up any fucking less right now? And think of it like this. If you can show up in the busiest time of the year and work towards your goals Imagine how you're going to show up for yourself in the new year when you don't have all of these distractions. And I know a lot of you would be putting a lot of pressure on yourself to be quote unquote skinny in time for Christmas. So I want you guys to just drop that pressure you have on yourself. There are literally less than three weeks to go before Christmas and you're not going to cram in six months worth of results in that time. One, it's not realistic. And two, you're just going to make yourself miserable miserable trying to restrict your calories miserable trying to do all the extra sessions and then you're going to be miserable in three weeks time when you haven't lost five kilos and I touched on this in last week's episode of that pressure we put on ourselves to be quote unquote skinny for summer and just know that your family members are going to still love you you're still going to be a worthy human whether you're five kilos lighter or five kilos heavier Like it's actually not going to matter. Absolutely. If you start now, you will get a jump on your results for the new year. However, just putting that expectation that you need to lose five kilos in the last three weeks of the year is just not realistic. My next piece of advice, and this should be of utmost importance throughout your fitness journey and life in general, and not just navigating the silly season, but compassion and Honestly, holding a non-judgment space for yourself is so underrated and it can be the difference between you staying regulated and you spiraling. You are not a robot. You are a fucking human being. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make choices that you probably think are stupid in the moment, but every single time you shame yourself that is a surefire way to keep you stuck. We cannot hate ourselves into change. 
And although that might work temporarily, and I know this to my core, I used to be so hard on myself. I would push myself to get those results. And yes, it works temporarily, but then you just end up being miserable. So imagine if you were kind to yourself, you held that non-judgmental space, you're going to be able to move quicker. And also your mind's just going to be such a more positive and happy place for you to exist in. And those results are going to be more lasting and you're going to be more likely to jump back on track than if you were awful to yourself, right? So if you make a mistake, especially over the silly season, let's say you didn't get to the gym, you didn't get as many walks in as you would like, you ate way too much fucking pavlova, which side note, I'm definitely going to be doing, but I know for sure I am not going to be fucking shaming myself for eating that. Hold non-judgment for yourself and I guarantee you you will be able to move through it 10 times quicker than if you were awful to yourself and something that I absolutely drill into my clients if any of them are listening to this they'll be laughing but I always say the only way you can fuck it up is by giving up the only way you can fail is by giving up completely as long as you draw a line in the sand leave everything that happened at Christmas and New Year's, everything you ate, all the exercise that you missed and move the fuck on instead of dwelling on it, your results will come quicker and all will be well in the world. My next tip is to make a plan. So where are you right now in your journey? Is it even smart for you to be in a deficit right now? If you have lots of events and you're struggling to stick within your calories or you're putting pressure on yourself to have everything perfectly, probably a good time that you should be at maintenance calories right now. The next thing as well is finding what your minimum and your maximum is. And I spoke about this in my all or nothing episode. And basically it's finding the absolute minimum things that you would be happy if you achieved. So Let's say, for example, if my step target is normally 10 to 12 over the Christmas period, I might be happy if I got eight. My sessions, I normally get four gym sessions a week. I would be happy if I got two, right? And then you actually have different ways for you to validate yourself when you haven't done everything perfectly. You can go, okay, cool. I still got my minimum. It's literally just anchoring into that something is always better than nothing mindset. And this is actually another really good way to hold that compassion for yourself. Like what sounds a more of a non-judgmental vibe, getting your minimum sessions and being okay with that, or having that expectation that you're going to be training as you would in other weeks of the year, and then drilling the fuck out of yourself because you didn't achieve it. And it wasn't realistic to start with. And then another thing to go with this is instead of being super strict on your nutrition, we can just focus on that movement. And by movement, I mean in a way that feels good for you. Move your body every day in a way that feels good. So as I said, you might not be able to get to the gym, but cool, I might be able to go and do a 20 minute, 30 minute walk. At least you've moved your body. And it's low impact. It's got far less pressure on you to complete the things and it's a vibe. And this is what I try to do whenever I go home and not just at Christmas period, any other time through the year, but I'm from a really small town. Like the population is literally 1500 and in the middle of nowhere. 
we do not have access to the same gym equipment that I do in Sydney. So instead of putting pressure on myself that I need to have my gym sessions perfect, I just do what I can. And if I can't get to the gym that day, or I end up not getting a temporary gym pass, I can just go for a walk and that be okay. Not to mention it's absolutely beautiful around my hometown. So it's nice to go for walks and I don't normally have that where I live in Sydney. So I'm going to take advantage of that, right? My next points are all very nutrition based. So the first thing I suggest everyone try and do is just focus on protein. So when we have food higher in protein, one, your body will use it for muscle and two, you're going to be fuller for longer. Three, Basically, we store less protein compared to carbs and fats. Your body literally has to work harder to digest protein and therefore burns calories just by you digesting it. So if you know, okay, cool, I'm eating foods that are high in protein or looking for foods that are high in protein, you know, okay, I'm going to use this for gains in the gym. My muscles are going to love this. It's literal food for my muscles and I'm not going to store it all. Obviously, it's a little bit more complex than that, but you get the idea. Then at least you know the food that you have been eating is quality and you're going to utilize it. And that tip should be something that you focus on every single day of the week, regardless of whether it's Christmas. Protein is literally our most important nutrient, regardless of whether your goal is weight loss or muscle build. My next tip is to eat in regular time slots or try and keep your normal eating patterns as best as you can. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now let's be real, the meals that you are eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner while you're on holidays are probably gonna be far bigger than what you would normally eat. Like I'm someone that I have like six meals a day. That includes my snacks. But because I'm having bigger portions, I'm probably full up until the next meal. So you don't really need those snacks in between, but at least I know that if I'm having breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm well-fed, I've eaten regularly throughout my day, and I've still fueled my body. And why I say this is because it's a really common thing to save all of your calories for later in the day or for the weekend when you know you're going to overindulge, thinking that you're not going to put as much weight on. But all it does is it makes you want to overeat more. So this is really important if you're someone that struggles with binge eating, emotional eating, overeating, all of the things. The best way for you to stop overeating is to actually stop undereating. And I guarantee you, if you keep eating in those regular time slots, try and keep it every like three hours if you can, I guarantee you, you are far less likely to binge and overeat. With this one as well, just listen to your hunger cues and what your body is communicating with you. It will literally tell you whether you're hungry, whether you're full. So just tap into that a little bit more, eat a little bit more mindfully, listen to what it's telling you. And you'll be much better equipped to deal with the silly season. Like I said, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. Those tips will also apply in everyday life, regardless of whether it's the Christmas period or not. This next one is probably the most important thing that I have to say, and it's essentially memories over macros. What is going to be more important? The calories you eat and the tiny bit of weight you've gained or the memories you made with your family. Literally sit with that. What is going to be more important? There is literally no need for you to be tracking over the Christmas period. Like I said, it's one week. One week will not hurt you. Secondly, 
what's the point in putting pressure on yourself to track it all perfectly when you most likely haven't even made all the food that you're going to eat. So how are you even going to estimate that? That's when it just becomes a little bit obsessive. But honestly, just enjoy the food. It's the one time of year where you are making memories with your family, enjoying time with your family. Just eat the food. And if you're feeling like you're not going to be able to control yourself around all that yummy food, firstly, don't. This is going to be really important as well if you are someone that struggles with binging, because if you restrict and try to control your food, you're literally asking for a binge to happen. So don't restrict yourself of anything and eat exactly what you are craving. That's also another really good tip for like everyday life. Like when you struggle with binging, you open that cupboard, you think, oh fuck, I really want some chocolate. But then you're always seeking things that are quote unquote healthier. So let's say you eat the muesli bar and then you go back to the cupboard later because it wasn't chocolate and it didn't satisfy you. And then you go, okay, I'm going to eat something healthier. You try and find something else still not satisfied and then you end up going back to the chocolate anyway but you've actually eaten the entire cupboard and now you feel like shit because you're so full and then you're guilt spiraling so imagine if you actually just went directly to what you were craving and ate that in the first place we can manage the guilt that you're going to feel after eating what you want but you're still not going to have that disgusting feeling in your stomach when you're so over full and the thing you were trying to avoid in the first place by overeating all these calories actually is going to be achieved just by eating the damn chocolate that you wanted in the first place. But honestly, mental health and enjoyment is far more important than losing weight. If you're going to sit at the Christmas table and try and eat different to your family, you're going to feel fucking miserable. You're going to feel like you're missing out. And something to use to remind yourself if you do feel like you can't control yourself around food is just reminding you that it's not going anywhere. There's an abundance of food in the world You're not going to run out. You don't have to scoff it down. Practice eating it mindfully. And like I said, just allow yourself to eat all the things you feel like. And I guarantee you, you won't feel like you need to control it. A really important part of this as well is learning how to reframe those negative thoughts that come up around your food and your body. And why I said memories over macros is because it's the best way to reframe anything that you overate at Christmas time. And also to just reminding yourself that once you get back on track after the new year's period, everything will go back to normal. You haven't undone any of your progress and it's all going to be there waiting for you once you return. Whatever it is that you need to feel safe and validated in that moment, say that. And I think something really important to note is that you're not going to stop that guilt. It's probably most likely going to come up, especially if you struggle with these mindsets but it's about dealing with it when it does come up and letting it exist, but also moving through it so much quicker. And while we're talking about getting back to normal routine afterwards, do not cut down your calories or restrict yourself further to make up for it. You don't need to be doing extra sessions. You don't need to be doing extra steps. Just follow the original plan. Get back to normal routine. After about a week or two of that normal routine, everything will come exactly back down to normal. Like I said at the start, this was something that I really struggled with in the beginning of my journey. And honestly, it wouldn't even have to be Christmas for me to do this. I could eat pizza on the weekend and I'd be smashing a double session that Monday morning. So learn from me. 
But honestly, if you just have that patience, it will come. Yes, your weight is probably going to go up after this period. But I want you to know it is literally just water weight. It is literally impossible for you to put on two kilos of fat in a week. Like it's actually just not going to happen. The weight that goes up, as I said, is going to be water weight. And after that week or two of being in routine, any weight that you put on is going to be exactly back down to where it was. The only reason that's going to keep creeping up is if you don't get back on track and you spiral and let it mean something about you. So the solution to that is just get back into it. Jump back on the fucking horse. And like I said earlier, the quicker you get back on track, the quicker those results come. The last thing that I want to touch on is actually setting boundaries and holding projections from other people. And this will make a bit more sense in a second, but that auntie who is literally an almond mum and says she'll only have a slither of pavlova or your nan that's telling you that you've put on weight. This is when that is going to apply. I get it. These comments are fucking brutal and it hurts. It's like a fucking dagger to the chest. But one, that person probably doesn't even know what they're saying is toxic. They are just commenting based on how they feel about themselves and their level of education with body image and food. And I know it's easier said than done, but do not take it personally. But my best piece of advice with this is literally just ignore it. Like water off a duck's back. And then when those thoughts come up in your head where you're like freaking out about it, finding ways that you can reframe it. As I said, they don't know any better. They probably don't even realize that they've said it. And also too, you can also set a boundary if someone says something that really hurts you. It's not selfish or rude to stand up for yourself. My favorite one is like, I just don't think I'm the right target audience for this. (laughs) But I've had lots of practice with this. Like, I know it can really catch you off guard when people say stuff to you like, oh, are you really going to eat all that? It's like, yes, the fuck I am. Why aren't you eating enough? Why aren't you smashing down that pavlova? But in all honesty, you don't have to handle it like that. It can literally just be as simple as, hey, that actually hurt my feelings. Can we please not speak about my weight? Or hey, I don't like it when you talk about my body like that. Like I said, they probably don't even realize what they're saying has that amount of weight to it, especially your sweet little granny. And if you are having to set that boundary, it's actually not to create distance between you and them. It's actually so that you can have a better relationship and bring you closer. So when it brings up all that guilt of fuck, I'm being rude or Literally that people pleaser coming out, just know that it's actually going to benefit the relationship between you and the person that you are setting the boundary of. And hundred percent, some people may very well know that they are being toxic and they are being rude and don't give a fuck, but at least you've set that boundary. And if they do reject that boundary, just learning to hold that projection and making it not mean anything about you as a human. Everyone treats you based off their own insecurities. So when someone is commenting on your weight or judging you in any way, shape or form, and also this goes the same for you if you're judging someone or commenting on their weight, an insecurity is being mirrored back to you. And when someone is commenting on you, their insecurities are being mirrored in you and they can't hold that projection and what it means about them, the shame and judgment they hold on themselves. So if they comment and speak out 
what they see in you, it makes them feel better. It's like misery loves company. I'm going to speak about it to you and you're going to feel shit about yourself so we can feel shit together. It's a very subconscious thing, but essentially that's what it is. So just remember that when someone comments, it has absolutely nothing to do with you and speaks volumes about them and their self-worth and use that to reframe and hold those projections whenever it does come up. But that about wraps it up for this episode. Like I said earlier, it's only one week in the grand scheme of things and you have your entire life to lose weight. One week is not going to matter. If you just get straight back on track, you will be fine. And remember, memories over macros. A very short and sweet episode for today, but I feel like I got straight to the point and hopefully this helps you through the next couple of weeks and also to come out of Christmas and New Year's with a whole new fucking mindset. You have absolutely got this. Do not use December and Christmas as an excuse to lean out of your goals. As I said, it is one fucking week. You're probably sick of me saying that by now, but Don't let the thought of one week derail you from reaching your goals. If you are interested in one-to-one coaching for either fitness and nutrition or even mindset, I'm now taking enrollments for 2024. So head to my website or Instagram for more information. I'm only opening up a certain amount of spots as well. So make sure you get in quick to secure your spot. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope everyone has the best Christmas and New Year's. Safe travels if you are traveling and I will speak to you next episode.